We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So we're going to make our predictions for Notre Dame against Duke. It is that time, Ryan. And we're going to do what we normally do. We'll make a score prediction and then talk about how we see the game being played. Then we'll, after we do that, talk about that. We'll hand out some game balls, talk about you know potential storylines if our predictions come true. And then we're going to talk a little bit at the end about some of the games that Notre Dame fans need to keep an eye on this weekend. So, Ryan, let's first begin. Mr. Roberts, as we always do, you get a chance to go first. What yep. is your score prediction for Saturday, and how do you see the game playing out? I think it's 37 to 20, Notre Dame over Duke. My guys, look, I, I said this to begin this show, but there's two realities that I think could ensue this weekend. One is that this is a really mentally tough team that is just built off of toughness and a team that really understands that like the next step is the most important step. Or they're a team that is mentally going to be crippled from playing against a, a good Ohio State team but losing a heartbreaker in the end. I think that those games can go either way sometimes. I tend to think it's going to be the former. I think this is a mentally tough team. I think that they are built to last is kind of the best way to put it here. So I think that 37-20 to 20 in a game that I think actually is a little bit more one-sided than 37-20 to 20 ends up being, right? Like I, th- I think that Notre Dame could start fast could front run the entirety of the game. Duke's going to make a couple plays here and there to make this game a little bit more interesting. But ultimately, I just think that Notre Dame comes out angry this week. I really do. I think that the offensive line is going to play well. I think they get the run game going. And I think defensively, you're going to do enough to stop Riley Leonard and this Duke offense. Again, he'll make a couple plays because he's a really talented kid yeah. and he'll make, he'll break your heart a couple of plays. There's no doubt about it. But I think Notre Dame comes out here and they really just – puts their head down, man, and gets to work, and they come out and they show that they have some resiliency as a football team. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, Ryan, let me ask you this. If the game plays out how you think it'll play out, when yep. we're doing the post-game show Saturday night, who are you? Who who do you project to be getting the game ball for the Notre Dame offense? I think for me it's going to be Audrey Estime. I wanted to say Tobias Merriweather just because I think it is important to create some big plays in the passing game, especially outside the numbers. That's my wishful thinking. But ultimately I think it's going to be built off of at the end of the day, Notre Dame's offensive line, I think, is going to be able to wear down on this team a little bit. And second level is going to have a difficult time trying to stop Aldrich Estimate once he gets down, downhill. So I think that Aldrich has 130-plus yards, a couple touchdowns, and he is the player of the game for Notre Dame offensively. If the game plays out the way that you are talking about, Ryan, who gets the defensive game ball in this game? That's a great question. I think that it's going to be someone in the secondary that forces a big play in this one. Riley Leonard with his first interception of the season is what I'm calling right now. I am going to give it to Benjamin Morrison with a big game this weekend. I think that he is a player where I just don't really see Duke making a ton of plays over the middle of the field in this one. I think that they're going to be forced to work outside as well. You're going to kind of force it into the tough spots. And there's going to be a play where Riley Leonard down a couple scores has to try to force something and Benjamin Morrison makes a big play. And he's just one of those guys that kind of eliminates his side of the field most of the day. And then it's a big pick to end the game. So Ryan, if Notre Dame wins the game, the way you're projecting, what do you think the big storyline is going to be for the Notre Dame offense coming out of this game? I think mental toughness is the biggest thing. Like I I think that's the storyline is that I think there's going to be some questions about Marcus Freeman as a second year head coach Coming off of a heartbreaking loss in Game 5, what? how is his team mentally prepared to come in and play a good Duke team? A team that is already 4-0, undefeated, as being a good Clemson team. Like, what? What is the, what is the mindset here? I think Notre Dame is going to show that they were a physically tough, durable football team. I think that that's going to be the biggest storyline, is that they are just a mentally tough team when it's all said and done. That's kind of the entire team. Is there anything unique to either side of the ball because i mean i think that that needs to be the biggest storyline i mean you're spot on right that needs to be the biggest storyline anything unique uh you know that you see kind of transpiring or do you just think this is just notre dame doing what they do and i i think it's them doing what they do especially offensively because i think the run game is going to be a big part of this football game so i think it's going to be audrick estimate this running game that's really going to show that like 
hey, we know that Notre Dame's passing game in certain aspects still needs to take it to another level as far as winning outside the numbers and creating some bigger plays before the catch and not necessarily just after the catch with some of their explosives. But ultimately, I think that this is one where you're just going to kind of look back and say, Notre Dame, especially offensive line-wise, running back-wise, like they were just a more physical team at the end of the day, and that was the difference. If Notre Dame comes out, Ryan, and, and wins, you said 37-20, right? That was your score. And yep. you said it, it's not even really that close. Yep. So, I, I think it would be like a okay. 37-13 game where Riley Leonard scores a late one where you're yeah. just kind of like makes it look more respectable. I, got I think you. this is a game where you could win by – Three scores. Like I really do right. think that this could be that type of game. I mean, guys, I'll be. I'm, I'm gonna be very honest about this. Right. Well, well, let me uh, ask my question because I think it's yeah. gonna. What does that say about? Because again, Ryan, we're talking about a coach that's 13 and four and his biggest loss so far is eight points. Sure. Right. What does it say about Notre Dame if they beat Duke in the way you're talking about? Because I, I, Ryan, I think I know your opinion of Duke. I know what it is. I, that's why I was a little surprised you're saying what you're saying. I don't disagree with you, but it's like I know you respect Duke. So I know yep. what this kind of win would – that's a that's big. So my, that's kind of my question is what does it say to you about this Notre Dame football team besides just character if they are able to beat Duke like this? Because this hasn't happened to Mike Elko yet, what you're saying. I, 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 think it's a, I think it's two parts. I think it's one side Notre Dame, one side Duke. I think one side Notre Dame is that this is a really talented football team for one. But on Duke's side, I think that – there is talent, certainly. I mean, I talked about Dwayne Carter. I think he's an NFL player at defensive tackle. I think Riley Leonard has a chance to be a first-round pick when it all is said and done. I There's talent. But I also think that Duke is winning a little bit on smoke and mirrors as far as, like, they're just really well coached. And they don't make a ton of mistakes. I mean, Riley Leonard hasn't thrown an interception yet, right? And if you watch the Clemson game, it's like they force Clemson to make a lot of mistakes. And they just didn't make many. Like, they just yeah. didn't make a they lot of turnover-worthy plays. Like, they just don't beat yeah. themselves, right? I think Notre Dame is going to make them beat themselves this okay. week and, and to turn the corner a little bit there. And I think outside of the mental toughness, I just think that, honestly, on paper, Notre Dame's just a t- more talented team. Like, they just are. From top to bottom, position to position, they are a more talented team than Duke. And I think that that mental resolve is going to transpire into the physical just differences that they have comparative to a Duke. All due respect to Duke. I am not as optimistic that Notre Dame will win that convincingly. I have okay. Notre Dame winning 31 to 20. I think it's going to be a close game for a while. I think I I in my prediction I actually have Notre Dame scoring late to put distance between the two of them. Okay. And here's why here's what concerns me about this matchup, Brian. I don't disagree with anything you said. Yep. Uh, it comes down to this. Duke in the trenches concerns me. Because you're talking about a Notre Dame defense that has not been very good at being disruptive. And Ohio State may have a more physically talented offensive line. It's not a better offensive line than Duke's right now. It's not. Sure. And and I'm concerned about how that group plays. And, and the concern isn't so much does Notre Dame lose, but it's are they going to be able to possess the ball, limit, you know, limit possessions, keep Notre Dame's offense off the field, keep Notre Dame from really getting any rhythm because they're moving the chains and then selling for field goals or turning it over on downs or punting inside Notre Dame territory, playing field position battle, that kind of thing. And then when you look at the Notre Dame offense, you know this is a bigger physical offensive defensive line. I think Notre Dame matches up pretty well against that. That's not the kind of D-line that I'm overly concerned about. But it's 
can you then go make the big plays you need to in the in the back end? Because Mike Elko knows what this Notre Dame offensive line is capable of. He is not going to just say, hey, defensive line, go win this for us. They're going to have to play well, but he's going to protect them. Run stunts, bringing safeties down in the box. Right now, I, I just don't have a ton of faith that Notre Dame is going to come out and, and do what they need to in the pass game. And so I think it's going to be a little bit of an early slugfest, kind of like it was against NC State. And then Notre Dame pulls away late is kind of how I'm seeing it. And, and, and to me, I hope I'm wrong. I hope this team comes out smoking hot and just buries Duke. I do. I yep. really hope that that happens. I just, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a seat. I'm in a last week scarred me, Ryan, because it's very much a, I know what this team is capable of, but I feel like there's still some things holding it back when they're, when they're playing better competition. And, and I just, I need to see this team because they're not great on offense, but like they're definitely better than NC state. Right. And, and that, but, and this team isn't as vulnerable to the big plays the way that NC state is. If you take away the big plays from Notre Dame against NC state, that's a 20 to 17 ball game, 24 to 17 ball game. Can they make those big plays against Duke? I need to see it. And if they do, I'll feel great about it. And, and I'll get to that here in a second. But if the game goes the way that I plan it uh, or the way that I think it's going to go, I'm, I'm one of the running backs is going to be the player of the game, whether it's Audric, you know, whether it's Jadarian Price or Jeremiah Love coming off the bench with a big run, uh, something like that. I could see it being a tight end. I'm going to go with one of the backs. I hope at the end of the, I hope my prediction for player of the game is completely dead wrong. I hope it's either Sam Hartman or one of the receivers. That's what I hope the player of the game is. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And it's not that I don't think Sam Hartman can do it. I think if Notre Dame allowed Sam Hartman to turn it up a little bit more throwing the football in one of these games, that he would rip people up. I mean, the guy's thrown for over 300 yards, and he's, what, seven, seven touchdowns. He's had eight touchdowns against Duke the last two years. He threw for over 300 against this defense last year, put over 30 points on the board. But as we've seen, Notre Dame has kind of reined him in a little bit in yeah. ways that I'm not a big fan of, to be completely honest with you. And you've got to be willing to let that kid turn it loose a little bit, in my opinion, and find a happy medium between what he was at Wake Forest and kind of what you asked him to be at Ohio State last week. And somebody in the chat said it earlier, but like you brought him in to be a game manager against Ohio State, and that's that's not how you win a championship in my opinion. It, it's just not. And that's why they lost. Let them, let them, let it rip a little bit this week. And if they do that, then I, that's where I think this game could get like what you said, Ryan, which is it's not that close. Like yeah. they're clearly a better team. And so that's why I hope what you said happens because 
the the storyline for me would be offensively would be they have turned that corner. Yeah, you beat up on the bad teams, but you've turned that corner to where you've allowed your your pass game to be to to really be more aggressive. And again, statistically, their pass game was very good coming in into the Ohio State game. But as we said, Ryan, they they didn't really play any like great teams on defense, uh, pass game wise. NC State was the best, and and they were very good at corner, but not great at safety as the game as the game played out that way. And the rest of the teams weren't very good in the secondary. So I just I need to see them kind of turn them loose a little bit and and use the weapons you have a little bit better and not just be this, you know, possess the ball, you know, don't let, you know, don't let them um yeah, I don't know what happened there. Don't let them you know, don't make mistakes. It's like, yeah, you, you I don't want a team that's just turning the ball over all the time, Ryan, but I also need a team that's going to be willing to be a little bit more aggressive. And uh, I hope that's the storyline coming out. But if the game is, if the game plays out the way that I think, I think the storyline is going to be Notre Dame is is talented on offense, and the offensive line is playing at a high level, and they're really loaded at running back. But they're just against the better teams, they're just unwilling to be more aggressive. And and that's what I think it'll be defensively. My game ball, I'm going with one of the D tackles. It's gonna, and I'm going to go with Riley Mills this week. I think Riley Mills has played a lot better than a lot of fans think he has. He, he's playing well it, to his role. It's just not yes, the role that people want him to play. Exactly. Yeah. And you you said earlier, you're surprised at how good Notre Dame is defensively with the lack of disruptions. It's because of how well the D-line is playing against the run. I do not like what we're seeing from Jordan Patojo as a pass rusher. He's been very good against the run. Javante mm-hmm. Jean-Baptiste has been very good against the run. And the D-tackles have been very good against the run. And and Riley and, and Howard Cross have been a big, big part of that. And I, I I think this is a game where that one of those two goes off with a couple tackles for loss or sacks and just really makes some big plays in this game. If they keep Duke in check, it's going to be because of that, in my R- opinion. R- Riley Mills was PFF's number one rated interior defense lineman this past week, and Notre Dame fans act like he sucked against Ohio State, right. which is pretty hilarious. Yeah. It is funny. Yeah. Now, I don't put too much on to pro football focuses grades, but, I thought he but really well. in this instance, Riley played really good football. He did. I think so, too. But here's, here's, the, here's what, why people say that, Ryan, because what, what, what numbers did he produce? Sure. And that's what it boils down to. They look at numbers. And that's how they evaluate. And it's, you know, you didn't have any tackles for loss, no sacks. Did have a, several pressures, in my opinion. Um, but that's just how people evaluate it. It's evaluated off of numbers. And he's got one tackle for loss in the season. That's how he's used. That's more of a usage problem than it is a his, him problem. And, um, you know, sure. that's one of my frustrations. That's why I say what we're seeing on defense to me is just not sustainable over 12 games if you don't adjust to some degree. It just isn't. And the storyline coming out of this game, Ryan, is going to be, I, I think defensively, it's going to be about, you know, this this run defense is pretty good. That's what I think yes. it's going to be about. This run defense is pretty good. And and hopefully they can be more disruptive. I don't know that you, if Notre Dame shuts down the Duke pass game, I don't know that we really learn a whole lot. I think the bigger storyline would be if Duke passed on Notre Dame, that'd be the bigger storyline. Uh, this well, pass defense I, I, is, I, I, is pretty good. I am I am kind of I'm a little not worried but I am a little bit 
hesitant that Notre Dame is going to come out and be super like passive in the slots yeah. against this team. And I think that's where like Jalen Calhoun could like right. get some easy ones. Just on giving them yards. Like, just yeah, make just them be aggressive it. off the board, get in their face. And like, I just don't think that they have the guys wide receiver wise to like create big plays on you. Ryan, can you explain way. something to me as a defensive guy? Yeah. yeah. Why do some coaches and Al Golden fits into that mold that like the blitz, their inside linebackers use their nickels to protect against outside releases. Cause if you watch Notre Dame play yeah. their corner, their nickel get, and it was this way with three Bracey last year. He was just fast enough to recover. They'll give you the inside releases and they, they, they protect. I can you, when I understand that if you're a team that's dropping seven, cause you've yeah. got a linebacker, but why do they do that so much when they blitz? I don't I mean, understand that. Are just taught to play, you know, you have a two-way go, so you're just yeah. kind of taught to, like, play mid and then mirror match, you know what I mean? So, like, that's just very odd. I don't even like, I don't to even me, <laughs> if you're going to be blitzing your inside backers, I'm I'm protecting the inside of my alignment. Right, you're forcing it outside. Yes, yeah. yes, because it. if I force it outside, I can then rally to the football and make them right. complete a lower, like, Al, Al Golden's response yesterday, when or Tuesday when he was asked, why they made that call on third 19. He said, I didn't want them to throw the ball in the back of the end zone. That's the one thing I wanted them to try to do. Number one, they hadn't completed that ball against you all day because of how good your corners are. Like if they're going to beat you by throwing a ball into the a pinpointing, a dropping it over the shoulder. And you know what? Props to you. You're better than us. Like that was such a horrible. So you're, and then he's like, well, I, you know, we, we play the ball better, but, and he's right. I mean, if, 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 if Ramon Henderson plays that route the way he's supposed to, Mm-hmm. He breaks it up, most likely. Yep. But it's still one of those things where you don't ask him to do that because that's who not who Ramon Henderson is. <laughs> you know, yes. I mean, you know, so like, like it just it was it was a play not to lose moment, and I just can't stand those. But I just there's just some stuff that I that I just look at and I say, man, if I'm an offensive coordinator, I'm I'm going at that. And and every time Ohio State needed a play, that's exactly what they did. They beat yeah. the nickel across the field because he was giving away inside leverage. That's not on Thomas Harper and Clarence Lewis on me. That's that's a make them beat you outside. Because yeah. also the outside routes take longer to develop, Ryan. And if there's pressure in my face as a quarterback, I'd much rather have to try to throw a crossing route with a guy in my face than try to bang a wide fade. <laughs> I just sure. this isn't rocket science, so I hope that that uh, strategy changes a little bit in this game, and uh, and Notre Dame's able to come out and and be more effective in that regard. But yeah, I see it thirty one twenty is is my score, Ryan. I think Notre Dame scores late. I hope I'm wrong. I hope this team comes out and just pounds Duke. I do, and I think they're going to come out and play hard. I think they're going to come out and play with fire. They're, this team is going to show character. I just don't know that they're going to necessarily be super sharp early on i hope i'm wrong i hope they just come out and just steamroll duke that'd be phenomenal and they're capable of it but that's it's doing something that we've never seen happen to duke that's that's the reason i have a hard time kind of going with it it would be nice if they're the first team to do that be great that'd be great so that's gonna do for a prediction show we got one more segment left where we're going to kind of look at some games that uh that notre dame fans should be taking an eye on this week but before you do again just favor like hit that subscribe hit that notification bell if you have not done so already, leave us a five-star review and sign up for the message board at boards.irishbreakdown.com.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.